0: your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Psalm 119 verse 156. Welcome to the Voice of Revival with Rev. Dr. Robert Apiakofi. Get ready to receive the word of God that will bring revival to you and your household. And now, today's message.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are some things that may look optional but they are not really optional. They are mandatory for God to do all that he wants to do in our lives. Hallelujah. So we have to be ready to do what we must do so that God will do all that he wants to do in our lives. So it is good and important not to stop short of what God is doing in your life because if you respond properly, then God will accomplish All his pleasure in your life. We'll give you some couple of examples. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In the book of Luke, chapter number 17. Luke, chapter number 17. Luke,
2: chapter 17.
1: We're reading from
2: verse number 12. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine?
1: Hallelujah. So they have... The nine have assumed that the thanksgiving is optional, that they can do it or they can choose not to do it. But in the divine affairs, that thanksgiving is not optional. And rather it is mandatory or it is required it is legally required of them to go and give thanks. So when Jesus said, where are the other nine? It means that the other nine have defaulted and they have missed it and they have made a mistake. They are healed all right. They will continue to be healed. They will not become lepers again. But they have missed a follow-up of what God has begun in their life because they just assumed that something that they should do was optional instead of knowing that it was mandated and required. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is it a blessing to you hallelujah 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 there are so many times we try to go to some place and we meet a blockade and when you are told you can't enter here and you are told uh, before no no mask, no entry am i right Hallelujah. So you can be going because you don't know. Glory be to God. Then they stop you and they say, this is the requirement. Hallelujah. And then you have to hurry up to try to meet that requirement to be able to enter into the place where you want to go. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And sometimes you might have done everything else perfectly but miss only one thing that is not even looking very important, hallelujah, because you can have a visa to travel to the United States, you can buy a ticket costing thousands of dollars and you have done the important things and find that when you get to the airport, they are requesting that you show them a PCR test that maybe doesn't cost even $100, but you have a ticket of $5,000, and you've spent so much, but one requirement is blocking your path. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So you want to know things that are required of you so that as you journey on in life, you don't meet unnecessary stumbling blocks because you understand the requirement and you have fulfilled all of the requirement. Jesus said, where are the nine? So he's asking a question, where are the nine? The nine are happily going into the temple. They are actually doing what Jesus told them to do. Glory be to God. Isn't it Jesus who told them to go to the temple and go and show themselves to the priests? So they are doing what Jesus told them to do, but even higher than That is the requirement that when they saw that they are healed, they must still come and give thanks unto God. Hallelujah. So thanksgiving is very essential in our Christian life. Gratitude to God, to honor God, to thank God, to acknowledge God, to accept that it is God who is the source of every good and perfect gift in your life is very, very important. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Because anybody who does not thank God regularly, praise God, and show gratitude to God, easily can be deceived to think that he or she is the source and the originator of their own blessing. Are, are you getting it? Hallelujah. It is easy to think that all these things are my own doing. Because we have formed a habit of giving thanks to God and acknowledging God for what he does in our lives. The Bible said there was a certain man that planted his corn and his corn brought forth abundantly. When the corn appeared, in Luke chapter 12, hallelujah, the man said, glory be to God, uh, hallelujah, Luke 12 verse
2: 16 to 21, Luke 12 16, and he speak a parable unto them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plenty for may your ground bring forth plentifully. And if, it, if
1: you are going to be rich, your ground must bring forth plentifully, especially if you are a farmer. Whatever you work at, may it bring forth plentifully. Don't be content with just a little result, but look for much and you shall have much. Uh, hallelujah. Continue to read. And, he thought,
2: within himself, and saying, he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruit my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The man
1: ground brought forth plentifully and he was supposed to He didn't know, but he had to know, but he didn't know that he's supposed to know that the ground bringing forth plentifully is the work of the grace of God. Hallelujah. That God is being good to him and that if his ground has produced so much, And his produce is overflowing. And he doesn't have enough space for his corn and his harvest. He has to thank God for it. Look to God for guidance and direction. Hallelujah. Oh, are you still here today? As a child of the living God. Always live a life of gratitude unto God. And always acknowledge God in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Now, if this man had acknowledged that God is the source of his superabundant harvest, and been grateful and thankful to God for giving him an overflowing harvest, he might have received divine guidance as to what to do with the overflowing harvest. But he decided that he himself is the source of his own blessing, that he himself is the one blessing himself, and he could not acknowledge God. So he decided that with what he has, what he must do is to start a project of pulling down his former storehouses and build bigger storehouses and then retire. He said, he will say to his soul,
2: soul, be thou. Thou has much goods laid up for many years. Many years. Take thine ease. Take thine ease. Eat. 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 Drink. Drink. And be merry. And be merry.
1: (laughs) Hallelujah. See, if we are not grateful to God, we will not know what God wants us to do with what he has provided for us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Are, are you here today? In everything, not just in material things, even with the family God has given to you, be grateful to God so God can tell you how to organize, and direct your family. Whatever God provides for you, gratitude and acknowledgement of God will bring you future direction. Uh, Hallelujah. Are, Are we going somewhere? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Because this man would not give thanks to God, and would not acknowledge that God is the source of his blessing, he decided that looking at his wealth, is time for him to start talking to himself. Hallelujah. Usually in Africa, when you talk to yourself, they think you are crazy. But the man decided that he would talk to himself. I will say to my soul, hallelujah. He wasn't talking to anybody. He was talking to himself.
2: I will say to my soul. Soul, thou hast much good laid up for many years. Hallelujah. Take thine ease. Take thine ease.
1: Eat. Eat. Drink. Drink. Merry. And be merry. Hallelujah. I pray for you. That by the grace of God, you will tell yourself good things and right things. Be- because as much as people talk to you, the most serious impact on your life is what you say to yourself. I, I don't hear you at all. I don't hear you at all. People are advising you, but the advice you give to yourself is the most important advice that affects your life. Hallelujah. People can tell you all kinds of things. If you like, you will take it. If you don't like, you will not take it. Hallelujah. But when you start talking to yourself, whatever you tell yourself, you will follow it. Oh, I don't hear you at all. Uh, Hallelujah. If somebody had come to tell him, friend, now your harvest is plentiful. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. It won't trouble him, and it won't provoke a divine response. Because The final decision depends on him. Hallelujah. I know people sometimes counsel you, but the final decision comes from you. Hallelujah. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Friends may tell you what they think, but the final decision comes from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here today? Glory be to God. Your mother may tell you what she thinks of your wife, but the final decision comes from you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are in charge of your own destiny and in charge of your own decisions. Others may help with counsel and give different counsels, but the final decision is yours. They are, they are parents who get angry with some people, say, this Person is spoiling my child. Hallelujah. That this boy is spoiling my son. This girl is spoiling my daughter. This friend is influencing my child negatively. It may be so to some extent. But the final decision stays with the child. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Hallelujah. No matter what the friend says, the final decision is with your own child. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You remember the prodigal son? He went out with friends. Quandered his money with friends. Destroyed his wealth with friends. But what controlled his life was what he said to himself. The the decision he made when he came to himself, what he himself said is what controlled his life. Doesn't matter what the friends were saying at that time. When he got to the place where he started to talk to himself and make decisions for his own future.
2: Luke 15, verse 17. And when he came to himself, when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? And he said, I will arise and go to my father. I will arise and go to my father. And will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy high servants. All his drunkard
1: friends could not influence him, but when he came to himself, he said, To himself, hallelujah, I will go back. May your word to yourself be a powerful word and a correct word. Are you still here today? May you tell yourself, come to yourself and tell yourself, I will no more be in a wrong place. I will no more be influenced by wrong friends. I will no more be depressed. I will no more be sad. I will no more be defeated. Some things you must tell yourself. Hallelujah. Sometimes people try to encourage you. They'll try to tell you this and tell you that. But there are times you must be determined enough to encourage yourself and tell yourself something. Tell yourself, I will not quit. Oh, I don't hear you at all. There are times you must declare to yourself, I refuse to give up. I refuse to give in. I refuse to fall. If I fall, I will not lie at the place where I fell. He said, if I fall, I shall arise. Hallelujah. It it is up to you. Declare to yourself what you are going to do. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God.
2: Micah 7, 8. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. Uh When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Glory be to God. No, the final
1: decision is in your own hand. Oh, I don't hear you at all. What you will become in life, the final decision is in your own hand. Micah said, I may fall or have fallen. My enemies are rejoicing and laughing at me. But the final word is not in the mouth of my enemies. The final word about my life is in my own mouth if I fall I shall arise. Uh, He said, I'm getting back again. I'm coming back. You have to make up your mind. Uh, I'm bouncing back. I'm coming back. I'm finishing my project. I'm completing my master's degree. I am completing my assignment. Uh, You have to tell yourself uh, I'm not letting my marriage fall apart. You have to declare to yourself I will arise. I will get up. I will finish what I began. Somebody here, give the Lord a shout of
2: praise. Psalm 3, verse 1. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many they be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O oh Lord, I shield for me mine glory. And the lifter up of my head. Hallelujah. The psalmist must determine
1: his own faith. Many voices cannot control your life. Doesn't matter how many they are. He said in Psalm 3, many there be. <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Silla. Selah is a, a point of emphasis. Glory be to God. Ah, but your future is not in the mouth of many. If he listen to many... They would tell him that not even God can help you. Because that is what they are telling him. They were saying there is no help for him in God. But if you are going to be a winner, you can't listen to many. You can't listen to, it doesn't matter how much is your uncle. You have to listen to your inner spirit by the word of God and the Holy Ghost, and begin to speak to yourself. Are you still here today? Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God, Selah, but he himself also has something to say. And many a time, we suffer because we hear people say things but we don't say anything ourselves. But when you are hearing what they are saying, don't take it for granted because their words carry some power and their words carry some impact. Even on you yourself, hearing what they are saying, if you don't counter their words, their words will impact your life. Their are words who impact your thinking. So you, when they say it, you also have to have something to say. Are you still here with me today? But thou, oh Lord, uh, he said, come on. They are saying what they want to say, but I also have what I have to say, but Thou, oh Lord uh, At a shield for me You are my protector protector Protector, you have covered me, encompassed me with songs of deliverance. For thou, O Lord, are the shield for me for the many thoughts that try to bombard our mind. We have to have a declaration and a statement that declares and says, But Thou, O Lord, uh, are the shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of mine head. Say something. For God to fight your battle for you, out of what you say, he will contend on your behalf. Can somebody say yes? Don't let their words weigh you down, but have your own words. Hallelujah. David met some words along the way of life. Hallelujah. And you have to learn how to contend with the words, because if you don't know how to deal with the words and fight the battle of words, you become a victim, the first encounter he had with words, when he met Goliath, when he met the lion, the lion can roar, but the lion don't have words, he met a bear, a bear can threaten, but bear don't have words. But his major battle was Goliath. Because Goliath have words. Oh, I don't hear you at all. I see you winning the battle of the words. Whatever they declare. You are declaring your own words to come out victorious can somebody say yes? Uh,
2: Goliath had some things to say. First Samuel 17, verse number 42. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, come to me and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine. Then David did what?
1: Before any fighting would take place, there is a battle of words going on. Goliath is tall. Goliath is big. But Goliath is not fighting just by the power of his muscles and by the strength of his sword. Big as Goliath is, he released words as his first area of fight. When you understand it, it will help your life. Goliath is big. Goliath is massive, but Goliath is talking. And what he's saying is even more important than his size. And if you let Goliath defeat you by words, then forget it. Because Goliath is talking. Goliath, why bother to talk? You are so big you are so strong, you are so experienced, you are so much older. But Goliath said, no, if I'm going to defeat this guy, I must employ some words against him. Glory be to God. I thought Goliath was big, isn't it? He's big and tall. He's very, very tall, a giant. Some say he's about 13 feet. Some say 11 feet. Whichever feet. He's taller, bigger, more experienced than David. But you see, he said he cursed David by
2: his gods. What did Goliath do? Cursed David David by his gods. Gods. And the Philistines said to David, Why didn't the big giant, Why bother to curse David
1: by gods? He didn't even just curse him by words, but by his gods. That means he's deploying supernatural power against David. So that even though David is small, Goliath is big, but Goliath is tapping into supernatural power of Philistine gods to fight David. You have been relaxed for too long. Goliath have been deploying some things. You need to learn how to deploy some things also. Whatever battle weapon they deploy, may you also deploy your own spiritual battle weapons. Uh, Tell the devil it's not time. Tell the devil you can't do what you think you are trying to do. You have got to say something because they are deploying something. You need to deploy your own.
2: And after cursing David by his gods, he didn't stop there. And the Philistines said to David, come Uh to me and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Uh So he's telling him words that
1: will intimidate him. And the moment David believed those words of Goliath, the battle is over. Because... David won by faith. And the words of Goliath is to rob David of his faith. May you get to a place where the enemy cannot rob you of your faith. bahaya. Uh, don't let any voice tell you you cannot do it. You cannot go forward. You cannot have it. You cannot build. You cannot achieve. You cannot tell that voice. Uh, you have to have something to say. Because there's a warfare of words. Uh, before there's any other warfare, the battle is a war. Verbal and warfare of words. David didn't keep quiet. David also said something
2: back to Goliath. Yes. Then said David to the Philistine, Uh Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. Uh-huh. The God of the armies of Israel. Uh-huh. Whom thou hast defiled. Uh-huh. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand.
1: Uh-huh. And I
2: will smite thee and take thy head from thee. Uh-huh. And I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines. This day unto the fowls of the air. And to the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that there is a God. In Israel Lord have mercy and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear for the battle is the Lord and he will give you into our hands
1: yeah. <laughs> hey! Somebody prepare words. Uh, You have to prepare words. Uh, When you are coming to God, you must create some words. Uh, Are you still here today? If you believe it, shout yes, prepare. Prepare words. Prepare words. When you are coming to God, you must prepare words. You must prepare words. You can't just just come, prepare words. When the prodigal was going back to his father, he prepared words. He said, when I go, I will tell my father, I am no longer worthy. He has prepared words that will touch his father's heart. And any anger in the father's heart would disappear by the words he has prepared. When you come to God, prepare words. <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, he wasn't going to go and stand before his father and start stammering and scratch the back of his head. That, Daddy, I'm not sure if I've offended you, I'm sorry. No. He know that if he go and say, Daddy, uh, my brother didn't like me. And uh, I know my elder brother is not very friendly towards me. And that's why I left. If he go and talk foolish words, he will go back to the peaks. He must prepare sensible words that will touch his father's heart. And he prepared it right among the peaks before he will meet his father. <laughs> Glory be to God. Are you happy today? Glory be to God. Then, some Amalekites came to Ziklag and I told you that David had been fighting with words. So when these Amalekites came to Ziklag, They burnt Ziklag with fire and carried away the wives and children
2: of the men. 1 Samuel 31 And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small. But carried them away and went on their way. After that,
1: there was words spoken by David's men. He said, the men were grieved in their heart and they spoke of stoning David.
2: They didn't just think about it. They spoke and David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God.
1: Ha <laughs> ha. Hallelujah. The men were talking, and they were David's own men. This is not Amalekites. And they were discussing how they would stone David to death. And David can either sit back and begin to say, Even my men have turned against me. I don't know why God allowed the Amalekites to come and attack my camp. Where was God and his angels? And they have attacked my camp, and now the men, my own men, that I have trained, I have raised them. That's the cry of many pastors. And I did this for that. And I did that for that. Not just pastors, parents also. And I did that for my son. And I did that for my daughter. Uh, people are people. And sometimes under pressure, they can forget everything done for them. (laughs) Glory be to God. The person you have been feeding three times a day, under pressure of hunger, may now turn against you. And you may start reciting a poem. I have fed him three times. Breakfast, I used to wake up in the morning. Make a quick baby and glory be to God. (laughs) Hallelujah! You'll be reciting your poem, but the fact is, the person is hungry, and as much as he's hungry, he's now saying something. You are angry, you are getting angry also, but the person is hungry. Glory be to God! So, David has raised these guys. Because these men who were planning and talking aloud of stoning him, the Bible said these men were men who were in distress, discontented, and in debt. They were owing everybody, they couldn't stay in town. David was in a cave, but Town life was so hard for these guys that they left town to join David in a cave. By the time you leave city for village, trouble is troubling you. Because the migration is village to city. But when you see somebody say, I'm going to my village, you know that trouble is troubling the person. (laughs) Glory be to God. Oh, am I
2: preaching to somebody here? <laughs> Samuel 22, verse 1. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brethren and all his fathers house househeaded, they went down to him. And everyone that was in distress,
1: uh-huh.
2: and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them. And there were with him about 400 men. So, all his men at that stage of his life
1: came from these people. People who were owing their Wache Sela, Yokogari Sela, Omutuo Sela. All those people distressed, in debt, discontented. Cannot make their way out in life, they gathered to David, and David has made soldiers out of them, and now they are mighty soldiers. But today something has gone wrong, and they say, Let's stone David to death. So while they are talking, David didn't keep quiet. Because if you keep quiet, words will overshadow you. Are you here today? Oh, I see you overpowering some words some arrows that came from your village uh, in the form of words the power of God is on you to overpower those words in the name of Jesus Uh, and the bahai give me a moment let me work it on this side also something that came from your village it came in the form of Dreams and in the form of certain perceptions or visions, once it's negative, it's not God, it's not a revelation. You need to deal with it because it is a perception from the demonic kingdom. Are you still here today? Shout yes! Glory be to God. So David, he didn't keep quiet. The Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. But how did he do that? How did he do that? He did it the way he had been doing it ever since. When Saul was discouraging him, he encouraged himself by remembering the testimonies of God in the past and declaring it. When Saul told him, you can't face Goliath, he's an experienced warrior and you are but a youth. He said, thy servant was keeping his father's sheep. And thy servant, a lion came and I killed the lion. He said, a bear came and I killed the bear by my God. And the same God will empower me against this giant. That's how you encourage yourself in the Lord your God. Remember his testimonies and remember the word of the Lord. If you are sitting here today that Testimony Of God is in your life Are you here with me today There is nobody here Today that don't have A testimony of what God Can do if it had Not been the Lord Who was on our side Where would we be If it had not been the Lord who was on our side When the enemies rose up Against us they would have Swallowed us up quick But thou oh Lord Order. Hey, I am ah, feel some grace here for somebody Remember the testimony of God in your life The Lord How did David encourage himself 37 of uh, Samuel 17 That the Lord that delivered me out of the poor of the lion and out and of the Saul
2: said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me i caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him hallelujah
1: may you remember the testimonies of your god may you remember what the lord has done when i remember what the lord has done uh, is somebody here today (laughs) glory be to god Don't let the devil paint a picture for you to see. Believe. Paint your own picture from the testimonies of the Lord and declare to that devil the God who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the mouth of the lion and the paw of the bear. That same God will deliver me again. Is somebody still here today? When his men said, we are going to stone you to death. Those were not a few men. By that time, David's group has grown to 600 men. When 600 men said they are going to stone you, they are Israelites. Stoning is their business. Glory be to God. Jesus said, Oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent to thee, they are masters at stoning. So, by the time they threaten David, we are going to stone you, everybody is holding his stone already. When 600 people say they will stone you and they are holding stone, you need to know what you are dealing with. You, know, you need to know who you are and how to handle the situation because. They are not now going to look for the stone. They are holding the stone. I see a grace falling on your life. You know, that's why. That's why. To give you ammunition for successful living. That's why we have the Sunday school to give you ammunition for successful living. That's why we have smaller group classes. That's why we have home cell. Attend your home cell. If your home cell died, revive it because we are giving you ammunition to handle the battles of life. You don't know what to start talking to you. Oh, are, are, are you here today? You don't know what to start talking to you. Hallelujah. Some disappointed men whose wives have been carried away and their children have been carried away out of their disappointment, they start telling David, We are going to stone you right now. You don't know who's going to talk to you, you don't know what you are going to hear. You don't know what somebody has to tell you. You are trying your best to do something good. Somebody has something to tell you. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, I met a man. He told me, he said he built a house. He built some structures. And his uncle came to him and said, You, I don't know how you are still alive. Because according to our family traditions and the forces at work in the family, anything you try to build, before you finish, you must die. So he finished it and they came to ask him, how did you remain alive? You don't know who has prepared some words. (laughs) You don't know what they are trying to tell you. You can even go to a lecture hall and your lecturer will tell you, you, you will fail. Hallelujah. Just maybe they don't like the look on your face or something or the anointing on you is annoying and provoking the demon in them. You can't tell. You can't live your life tiptoeing. No. Every dream is not a vision from God what he wants to show you. No. Some of it is the demonic plan of the devil that has appeared in your dream. When you wake up, prepare words. Your amen is small. Your amen is small. Where we are trying to go, we need some prepared words because where we are trying to go, It's very heavy. And nothing must convince you that you can't get there. Hallelujah. You are trying to buy a car. And somebody drive a bicycle to your compound and tell you, Jack, just buy this bicycle like that. In our family, anybody who buy a car, within one year he dies. You have to be strong. I say you have to be strong. When they tell you something, you have to have something to say. And to get their responses, you must get the response from the word of God. I, I, are you here today? I said you must get the responses from the word of God.
2: Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. And 6. Let your conversation be without covetousness. And be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Verse 6. So that we may boldly say. So that we may boldly say. The Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So God
1: said something. To give you and I something to say. Can it be clearer than that? He said, he has said so that we may boldly say. So what God said was to give you bullets in your gun so that you also can boldly say. Are you here today? We, we are not just saying from our imagination. We have loaded our gun with divine bullet. That God has said that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man will do against me. I see somebody here today. You are loading your with arrows Uh, you are loading your gun with bullets you are ready to fight the battle of words and come out victoriously are you here today if you believe it shout yes Uh, i say if you believe it shout yes we are winning the battle of words Uh, we are winning the battle of ideas Uh, whatever kind of words uh, the enemy speak against you don't just quit don't just give in let the enemy know that god also has said something he has said i will never leave you nor forsake you that we may boldly say the lord is my helper he's my helper hey i am, a, I am a, he's helping me i say he's helping me. he's helping me 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 somebody shout he's helping me he's Helping.
2: Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he had redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Let the redeemed of the Lord
1: say what?
2: So, Psalm 107 verse 2.
1: It doesn't matter how much you are redeemed. Your redemption doesn't permit you to keep quiet. Neither does it allow you to keep quiet because you are redeemed. You are already redeemed, but if you are redeemed and quiet, the enemy will come back to bully you. But if you are redeemed, and you can open your mouth and say, Hey! I am redeemed I am Ayosha. Is somebody still here? Hey! Poverty is over Failure is over Defeat is over Now you are more than a conqueror Through Jesus Christ Somebody shout yes! how to say it well but believe the one you heard glory be to God Uh if the Lord redeems you you are redeemed but it doesn't give you license to be quiet even though you are redeemed it is still necessary for you to talk Declare I am redeemed. Ah, yeah, Mahaya. And if you are redeemed, it means that you cannot be poor, you cannot be broke, you will not be sick. Because you are redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Ah, feel the power. Eh, you cannot I have a heart. succeed I said you will succeed you will succeed if your marriage is having problem don't let your uncle come and sit inside and say before you are going to marry her, we found out that all who marry from that house enter trouble don't let any uncle come and tell you anything Stand and be the redeemed of the Lord. Redeem your marriage by the power of words. Are you here today? Take words. Take take with you words. Some people here God is fighting your battle today. I'm telling you take with you words. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ma'ederi abaya adey saba. Hosea. Hosea.
2: Fourteen. Hosea fourteen, verse two. Take with you words. and tend to the Lord. Say unto Him, Take away all iniquity. And receive us graciously. So will we render the calves. Of our lips. Hallelujah.
1: Take with you what? You need some words. Eh? Every battle you enter. Take with you words. The Bible on your lap. Is not a decoration. it's a. He uh, said, "Have you seen those people who go to war with some kind machine gun and they have a belt? All the belt is bullets, and it go. If you watch war film, aha, uh-huh. that's your Bible. Is the is what do they call it? bullet chain? Uh, Pastor them used to be in the <laughs> glory bit." bullet chain then when you have your bullet chain you start releasing the bullet you hear Hey! may you have a word may you have a word may you take with you word You cannot go down. You cannot be defeated. Take words. I hear the
2: emotion. Job 625 How possible are right words uh-huh. but what that you're arguing reprove.
1: Glory be to God. Favor is on your life. You are taking words. You are taking words. Hallelujah. And whenever you respond rightly, whatever is left for you comes to you. Hallelujah. Jesus, in conclusion, said to the leper who said thank you. Jesus gave him some words, some more words. The other people still had their healing. The man had his healing, but he had certain words in addition to his healing because he came to give thanks. May you come to God with a grateful heart. May you give thanks to God and maybe the final, the blessing words that God has for your life, may he release it on your life. Because you love to give him thanks. And he said unto him,
2: Arise, go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. Arise,
1: go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. I believe that those words. Gave the man back all that he lost. Because if you are a leper, you lose a lot of things. You can't stay in town. You can't stay at home. The other nine, maybe somebody has married their wife. Because they say, your husband is a leper. He will never come back. But this man, when he said, be whole, be made whole, he will get his wife back. I didn't hear you at all. Maybe the others have lost their businesses because they said the man is a leper. He can't come to town. His farmland, his businesses, his house, everything has been taken from him. The nine have lost it. But Jesus said to the one who came to give thanks, be made whole. Go and collect all your houses, your land. From today, May you be empowered to recover all. Rise to your feet and recover all. Shout yes! Shout yes! Shout yes! We recover all! We recover all! We recover all! Everything that was taken, I see you recovering everything. In the name of Jesus is coming back to you now. You are recovering all. Recover it all. Shout, yes. Recover. Take 30 seconds. This is a prayer and a declaration of recovery. Sometimes When you are praying Don't just pray Don't just pray uh, And say Amen When you pray Add strategic words Hallelujah When I stand here and declare that the hole with that will become an eight-story building i am deploying words against poverty against lack against shortage against anything that will fight are you here today whatever you are doing in your life deploy some words Cannot be poor. We cannot be poor. We cannot be poor. We are destined to be millionaires because the work we are doing demand million. Hallelujah. 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 All the demons. That targeted your marriage I have a word for them That they shall fail and Any power That rose up against the work of your hands I have a word for them By the grace of God the work of your hands uh, shall be blessed your promotion shall come nobody can sit anywhere and sit on your promotion it is not possible nobody can fight you by remote control in your office it cannot work it shall not stand there i declare by the power of god you are winning every battle you are winning every fight in the name of Jesus shout yes. You, you will not sit awake. Put your legs in cold water to learn for some lecture to say you will fail. No, it shall not stand, you shall not fail. I say you shall not fail It shall not stand You shall not fail I declare to you today I'm telling you The effort you have put in life Shall never be wasted No power can stand to resist what you are doing and where you are going, you will surely get to where you must get to. You will surely achieve what you must achieve. I declare over your life that things are coming your way. Favor is coming here. Power is coming here. Anointing is coming here. Receive. Hallelujah 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 When you are pregnant no power will come and destroy it halfway I declare to in the name of Jesus there shall be none barren and there shall be none that will cast their young in the name of Jesus receive the power whatever good you want to do it will be in the power of your hand to do it I said, whatever good you decide to do, it will be in the power of your hand to do it. If you want to build an orphanage, it will be in the power of your hand to build the orphanage. If you want to sponsor a crusade, it will be in your power. Come on, shout yes!
0: Thank you for listening to The Voice of Revival with Reverend Robert Ampiakofi. To interact with Reverend Robert Ampiakofi, like his page on Facebook and Instagram at Robert Ampiakofi. Email akwopartners@gmail.com at gmail.com and on his website, RobertAmpiakofi.org or call plus 233-554-592-688. That is plus 233-554-592-688. God richly bless you we